Well, early, what is this? It is 7 p.m. Eastern time here in Florida. Thank you for joining Implosion. Correction, Implosion, which I am talking about the power within, okay? An implosion is actually a destruction to oneself. I don't want that. But I want to know what is the power within that made you come with that idea? What made you successful? What made you be you? So tonight, we have a wonderful, wonderful, sweet person, Miss Tam. <laughs> I almost I almost messed up your name. Tammany Dove, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm fantastic. Good. <laughs> Welcome, Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Hey, Cindy. As a matter of fact, Miss Cindy is the one that helped me to be a part of the ISSA. So oh, I am so grateful to her. her. Yes. yes, indeed. She is awesome. So do us a favor. In your own words, who is Tammany Doug? Oh, good God. Complex <laughs> <laughs> uh, question first. I'm just a girl who likes music and likes creating music and really, really enjoys helping other people fulfill their dreams of creating music with me. I'm just, um, I grew up in the music industry, so I, I wanted to just take some time to um, reach back and help my fellow singer songwriters who need it and who want it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Just spreading the good word. Indeed, indeed. So let me ask you, was your whole family, were they all musicians and artists? Uh, my dad was. and Yeah, both my parents were. Uh, they they mm -hmm. played instruments and that kind of thing. Um, and apparently I've carried it up forward. My son is a sound engineer and plays everything he can get his hands on, kind of like me. And we don't read sheet music. We just do everything by ear. So we just mm -hmm. kind of, we're, all, we're both self-taught. Uh, so I okay. think we're kind of in our genes or something. I don't know. <laughs> It's one of those you know, yeah. you know, when I initially was going to interview you, it was on the basis of the ISSA, but I didn't realize you were a musician yourself. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of tap in that. You uh, you play guitar. Is that your thing? I play guitar. I play keyboard. I play drums. I play harmonica. I play uh, ukulele. Uh, just about anything I can get my hands on. A bass. Uh, I try mm -hmm. to do it. I try to do it all. Uh, I create, you know, tracks from, and, and I'll start out with like a drum beat, and mm -hmm. that's how I write. I'll start out with a drum beat, da -dun, da -dun, da -dun. So, and then the song just, for me anyway, just kind of comes to you, and then you fill mm -hmm. in the chords, and then you add a bridge, and then you, you just, you know, it's kind of like having if you're painting and you have a blank canvas, and you mm -hmm. want to put the sky in first. The sky would be my drum beat. For other people, uh, it may be different. Maybe they come up with the lyrics first, but my lyrics usually come, and everybody does it different, I think. Mine usually come uh, later. The music okay. comes first, and then the words come. But they eventually come, so. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, when was the first time that you did an interview? Uh, sorry, that's what I'm doing. What, what yeah. was the first time you performed on a stage? Oh, my goodness. I was like five. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was really little. I grew up playing with Barbie dolls backstage at the uh, Opry House because, you know, I was wearing a lot. My mom handled a lot of the people's megastars' money. She was their comptroller and financier mm -hmm. and accountant for a lot of them. So I would be playing with Barbies in the green room at the Grand Ole Opry while she was working with her clients and that kind of stuff. So I was around it a lot. 
Uh, you know, Johnny Cash and Merle Haggard and all the, the big names, Porter Wagner and everybody that was at Dockery, th those were just people to me. I mean, they were nice people. I didn't realize mm -hmm. until much, much later in life that they were, you know, that important to our, to our, to our industry, period. And they were doing it, you know, the hard way. They didn't have internet. They didn't have, you know, they had the RCA right. recording studio with the big reels and they, you know, now everything's kind of digitized much easier for us. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I grew up around music industry royalty. So, um, and I think that had a lot to do with, you know, um, my writing. I mean, Roger Miller at 10 years old told me, always write when you're emotional. And I was like, what are you talking about? His mom was his manager for like four years and um, we'd hang out and he's the funniest, nicest guy you would ever meet in your entire life. And I, 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 I loved him dearly. Um, but he, yeah, one day and it stuck with me. So when I actually started, like, I didn't really, I didn't really realize I could write songs until about, and, and really started teaching myself a bit more until 2015, which isn't that long ago. And mm -hmm. his words came back to me. You always write when you're emotional, happy, you know, your breakup you're sad you're you know something you know just whatever however you're feeling because most of your writing comes from your emotions how you feel mm. yeah. so let me ask you this which one do you enjoy more the performing or the songwriting Ooh, that's a toughie it's 50 50. <laughs> it's 50 50. I can't don't really? make me pay. Don't make me pay. <laughs> Uh, no, because I like them both because one is an mm -hmm. outlet for creativity and another one right. is your ability to connect with your, your friends and your fans and your people and your, yeah. And uh, I get to do that this Saturday yeah. with my band Corporate Therapy, so I'm excited about that. And, uh, that is awesome. here in Atlanta, so yeah, I'm just, well, that's uh, amazing. I, I love, they'd say that, you know, when you love what you do, it's not really work. It's not. It's that is correct. Mine's more than a hobby because I'm helping other people do what I do too. I'm helping mm -hmm. Would you say the helpful spirit that you have within you, was this something you had throughout all your life? All my life. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I always love to help the less fortunate and so help. on. I'm, I'm the giver, mm -hmm. the helper. What can I do to help you always? Yeah. I was that kid. <laughs> so, and I'm that adult. So. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna tell you, in in the world we live in, it seems like help is so few and far between. But when those that do help, it's it literally is like a light in a dark place. One of the things I love to go back on or reminisce is when I help someone and to see their whole countenance change because you helped them when they needed it. You know, yeah. and there is no better reward than that because um and it can be the smallest thing like a lady was short on a you know a couple of dollars you know at the register right. and you just sit here and you know people 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 trip me out because being kind is not difficult <laughs> it really isn't they just don't want to these days and it's a shame so i'm going to tap now into the company what made you start ISSA? What what uh, was the inspiration? Uh, I, I had a dream. I dreamt it. Literally. That's I how it, it happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dreamt about it. And I woke up and went, you know what? I'm, 
I, I dreamt the logo and everything. I had, I woke up literally, and I've dreamt songs mm. before. Like I wake up and have a song mm -hmm. in my head that I had a dream about and write it. Mm -hmm. The whole thing, like from start to finish, it's funny. I, and wow. my husband credits it with my, he's like, you're probably one of the most creative people I've ever met. <laughs> but he, he credits my uh, crazy dreams to my level of creativity because my brain is just always on even when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I'm just- I know that you know, problem. Yeah, I dreamt, I dreamt the logo, I dreamt the concept, I had a dream about, you know, helping people. And I literally woke up on a Saturday morning in 2018 and went, I'm just going to do this. I started designing it. I called my friend Mark Schneider and I said, we need to trademark this logo and we mm -hmm. need to incorporate it and do it right from the ground up. Got our eyes properties and here we are five years later, like making, you know, and, and when I talked to my uh, BMI rep in Nashville, that's where that would be. We have one here in Atlanta too, but uh, I invited some of our BMI reps down to our work show and, and I called and I said, I need to talk to, you know, a couple of people there that I talked to and I said, I wanted to give you guys tickets to come down to the show. And he's like, well, we know who you are. So we're, we're actually making some noise now. The first few years were just kind of like, who's ISSA and who are these people? And now that we've, you know, had, we've got five years behind us and people are, you know, they're showing up like you've seen in our Facebook group in the press yeah. worldwide. Yeah. Uh, we've got our yeah. own TV channel on Roku now. So people are starting to take notice. And the more, uh, you know, part of, part of my, um, I say my, my gift is marketing. I love to do marketing and you get the word out there because the bigger we are, the more it's going to help you guys. The yeah, artists, you're right. the DJs, the, you know, the record labels, everything, our group as a whole, uh, our membership is going to benefit from us, you know, spreading the word. That's why we have all these worldwide reps everywhere who have meet and greets and, you know, so yeah, they're like, we know who you are. I'm like, <laughs> they know who did, we are. Did, <laughs> when was your first we made it moment? I know you're not there, but you know, just like how you said that people know you, you still yeah, you yeah. still don't take it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When was your first we're heading in that I right that. direction I moment? That when they when I called you, mind, I'm like, we know who you are. That that was a big one. I was like, yeah, baby, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, and then you no know. Doubt. My, my uh my dear friend who he just passed away not too long ago but um when i first started mm -hmm. i used to say uh i've known this man his name is jackson Bradley, mm -hmm. since i was 17 years old uh and he was one of those people that was really close my mom helped him he was a manager um and handled a lot of, of megastars dolly and waylon and every, uh, hundreds of megastars in Nashville and he and I, we just kind of bonded, you know, and he was like my buddy for, for many, many years and he and mom would work a lot. And I remember calling him with, as a mentor too. We had lunch one day at a Starbucks and I'm like, I have this idea, Jackson. And Jackson Brumley's father, Albert Brumley wrote the song, I'll Fly Away. Hmm. Wrote it like in 1928 or something like that. That's his father. So he grew wow. up with that whole, you know, his dad was a songwriter, like one of the most prolific songwriters you've ever, he had like hundreds and hundreds of, of songs that he wrote. But um, I called Jackson and I said, I'm gonna start this International Singer Songwriter Association. I wanna help other songwriters. And now that we have internet, because there's other, you know, there's Nashville songwriters, there's uh, Tennessee songwriters and it, that kind of thing, but they're local. 
And I'm like, we have the internet. I'm gonna go yeah. global. I'm gonna go big with this thing. And Jackson just he sat back and he's like, Of course you are. <laughs> I got the big thumbs up from somebody who I thought hung the moon. And when he's like, This is gonna be amazing, Tammy, and you're gonna do amazing things. He came to our first award show. Um, he came down from Nashville and um he just passed away, which broke my heart. But um uh, and I actually did a, a cover. I called and asked him if I could do All Fly Away. And he's like, of course, you have my blessing to do that. So um, wow. it's kind of neat. I, went, I did a jazzy version, version of All Fly Away. I slowed it down, you know, because a lot of people sing it fast. Nah, nah, nah. No, I, it's a soulful rendition of All Fly Away, if anything. But anyway, it's out there on YouTube. Mm. But I think one of those moments was when my, my mentor, my hero, Jackson Bromley, said, this is going to be amazing and you're going to do it and you're going to be great at it. And I was like, mm. Hey, now I've really got to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> no pressure there. No pressure. None at all. <laughs> I was going to tell you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to tell you. The show and I was like, yeah, he's here. And everybody's like, hey, Jackson's here. I'm like, yeah. So he's, uh, he's on that. <laughs> I was actually going to tell you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was actually going to tell you. Yeah, I was going to tell you that um, we're actually feeling the weight of ISA's, you know, uh, size of this the strength that you have because I just, you know, got in the scene less than a year with our radio station. Uh, our company's been open for um, four years. But three years, the website and two years, the podcast. But, you know, I, I, I wear that we were finalists. I wear that like a badge. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of that. And doors opened up because of it. Good. Seriously. And so I, I, I use it. But I have a question mm-hmm. for you. What got you into this? What got you into this? Why? All right. Well. Let me take a little trip. Before before I became this, I was this. <laughs> There's the president oh, on the far right. And that's me on the far left. Yep. And uh, someone said, uh, uh, Jerry Curl, no. That's a relaxed hair with um, berries and juices, but that's another story. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. Well, I think sure. That. <laughs> and um, so we were independent artists, and this is going to be a question I'm asking. Um, we remember, I remember something so vivid because I'm I'm from Texas. So at that time, we did a show in Waco, and this was around the same time David Koresh's uh, whatever that that area yeah. was burned down. We saw the whole pillar of smoke and everything. And I remember it like it was yesterday because of that incident. But everything that we did, we had a lot of fun. And we actually did a show in Waco and we had a blast. What show that you've done sticks sticks to your mind easily? And what, what was what made it so significant to you? Uh, I would have to say the year, I think it was 2017, I 
Blade with a friend of mine. I performed at the Fall Leaf Festival in Cashiers, North Carolina for 100,000 people. 100,000? Yeah, 100,000 people. Wow. That one stuck out. I've sang the national anthem a bunch of times for, you know, it's a national anthem, but no, that one was a, it was a really special time because there were so many people there and I was like, right. I never, I don't get nervous. Like I don't get stage fright. I don't get nervous at mm-hmm. all because I grew up around, you know, it's like, I don't get starstruck or any of that. That show, I was like, okay, I'm a little bit nervous <laughs> just because there were so many people. I actually took a picture. Right of my sure microphone and and just kind of in the people in the background in the audience just to kind of you know i had to step back and i'm like i'm gonna take a picture of my of my microphone with all these people's faces <laughs> i just kind wow. of uh, I, I went inward and just kind of zoned out you know didn't really like look at anybody because it was just a lot of people but it was wow. fun it was one of those that um yeah i was I was excited for like two or three days after that it was a, it was a high <laughs> oh i bet I bet. My goodness. So, Tammy, I wanted to play your video um, so that people can hear your artistry. And we're going to come back after that. So we're going to play Tammy Dove. This is called Take Me Back. Let's check it out. Love. 
Take me back to all those nights so sweet I just want to remember you swept me off my feet Take me back, take me back, take me back Take me back, take me back, take me back You swept me off my feet and boy I felt so deep in love Every time I'm in your arms you fit me like a glove you take me back to all those nights so sweet I just want to remember you swept me off my feet Take me back, take me back, take me back Take me back, take me back, take me back That is an amazing song. I love it. <laughs> it's one of my so what songs. was I don't do all country, but a lot of people see that and they go, oh, she's a country artist. <laughs> I got rock too. I got rock. I got jazz. I, I try to uh, change it up, which is why mm -hmm. when you came to the award show this year, you see how mm -hmm. all of our performances were different genres. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had rock, we had country, we had pop, we had jazz, we had, you know, heavy metal. <laughs> um, because I love it. group is all genres. There's so many. Correct. Correct. Thank you. Thanks for playing that. Appreciate it. You know, uh, I was trying to find a motivation to play your other song, which I died laughing. You're an ass. That is a funny yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was, you know what sparked that? It's a little behind the scenes and I'll make it quick. Uh, I was at the AT&T store, literally, uh -huh. and uh, this is before I switched to T-Mobile. And there was this guy that was, um, no, it was, it was, actually it was a lady. I can't remember. But anyway, they were so rude. Just like, <laughs> I'm like, and they're, they're supposed to be in customer service, right? I had a question about my mobile phone and, my, you know, and I was like, I'm, I don't, I don't know. Can you explain my bill to me? I forget what it was about, but I had gotten, I think my phone was acting up or something. And they're like, well, we don't take care. No, no the guy was just like, the person was like super, super rude. And, uh, and then I wrote that. So yeah, wow. they were just, rude. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I had to vent and that's the way I vent sometimes is to write a song. <laughs> And it's funny because my bandmates, every time I come out with a new song, every I'm in a mm -hmm. band with six guys, right? There's seven of us. And uh, mm -hmm. there goes my baby, sorry. Um, and, you know, being in a band with six guys, every time I come out with a new song, they go, hey, Dove, you didn't write that about me, did you? Is that about me? <laughs> 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 well, I meant to ask you, what was the name of your band? boy band the, the name of our oh don't call us a boy band because i see my my partner smiling from ear to ear no our rap group our rap group was called down by law oh cool Very yeah cool. that was our old alias nice. so so now so now rock and veep was a boy band that's that's gonna go <laughs> in history forever <laughs> i love it i love it so let me ask you <clears throat> Let me ask you this. Um, can you share a success story um, of an independent artist that you had, that they had benefited from the ISSA? 
Oh, yeah. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> I've got a long list. Um, oh, I'm sure. Just pick one. <laughs> okay, I'll start with uh, Jennifer Mallott. Jennifer Mallott was our first rising star in 2018, and then she was awarded the um, uh, female vocalist. I think I can't remember. <clears throat> um, and then the year before last, she took home the Entertainer of Year Gold. Wow. Yeah. And it not only opened, it's, you know, her first win, she will tell you, um, if you, and she'd be a good win to interview on this show. Um, her okay. first win got doors opened right away, like right away. And a lot of people that's happened, even not, not even here in the U S uh, junior Turner right. over in May doors have started opening for him too, when he won a silver, uh, international silver, but Jennifer, um, mm. just really immersed herself in her craft and mm -hmm. uh she's so gifted you know she picked up a guitar she'd never played guitar before now she's she's just so great at it i mean she just picked it up like a natural and uh mm -hmm. she plays out all the time she does she does everything that an independent artist is supposed to do and we you know we kind of coached her a little bit you know make sure you have your business cards out there if you go out talk to this person booking and you know we're kind of helping we help everybody steer them in the right direction now if you don't right won't take our advice if we don't want it and it's just a hobby and whatever everybody's in a different place on their journey in music and hers was mm -hmm. i need help how do i get to the next level and so mm -hmm. with her win and then this last year she not only got on the nashville billboard which is huge she was signed with mc1 a label a label just for independent artists there in nashville who is now putting her songs on major uh, FM stations across the country, wow. billboards, you name it. She got a really, really good record deal. So, wow. and that's where um, a lot of other artists started with NC1 in Nashville, like <clears throat> Ashley McBride and, you know, a bunch of other ones, uh, Luke Combs, some other ones. So mm -hmm. she's in, she's in really good company right now. And she attributes it to her affiliation with us and us being able to open doors for her and get her in touch with, label people music industry people because these people are at our shows every year too there's talent scouts there right. that they blend in you don't even know who they are <laughs> right they just, right they just blend in sometimes they'll be in jeans uh you know you just you won't even know them but they're they're scoping our uh and talking to our artists and our you know our, our djs and our you know everybody really our, our promoters mm -hmm. as well because our promoters will promote a certain artist there and um yeah i mean jennifer i would say jennifer is one of our success stories and then of course claire cunningham just played on the opera stage boom mm. <laughs> there's you know there have been you know and, and of course you know so many of our artists have uh you know not only talented but they have the gift of knowing where to be what to do and uh you know and, and i credit them for for working so hard to get there i mm. mean we're just a little stepping stone right yes. they're doing all the hard work we're just kind of helping to facilitate their next mm -hmm. move so just shine yeah. a big big old bright light big old bright. <laughs> you know i i loved the whole atmosphere of being on a red carpet never done that before but i loved it no way, no way. and what when i was in the line um her name is Joy Adams. She was next to me, and and she was all the way from New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, and came in. So I'm like, wow. And this this young lady 
Linda Marks gave me her CD before she even won, uh, if I'm correct, uh, Female Album of the Year. So I got I got hers. So right. I'm fortunate. And you're going to make some really neat connections there because we, like I said, it's not just Atlanta or Texas mm -hmm. or New York or LA. These people are coming mm -hmm. from the United Kingdom, from Brazil, from Italy, from, uh, you know, Wales, from <laughs> New Guinea. Yes. Countries. Yeah. Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Mm -hmm. We had, you know, 36 countries there. So you know, and it's funny because every year we have more international people coming. It's like, oh, there's some people coming. From uh, yes, Malawi, I think, yeah, Malawi came. <laughs> like, okay, from Finland, and yeah, it was it was an, a really extensive list. And I think yeah. our first year we had people coming from twelve countries, and we from twelve to thirty six like that. So, yeah, I said we're making wow. a little bit of noise out there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, no doubt. So, <clears throat> what we do at the half part, half mark of our show. <laughs> is we play the blast artists because what we do here at blast is we give exposure to all of our artists yeah. and i picked this artist exclusively for you because i really wanted you to hear him this guy is amazing okay. Okay. uh his name is daniel mcginnis and he's from the uk and the name of this song is called when the lights go down listen to this song got it Get that far, but I 
Yes, indeed. That is the amazing Daniel McGinnis from the UK with When the Lights Go Down. Wow. So what do you think? Sign him up. Sign him up. Sign him up. <laughs> wow. That, I got goosebumps. That was really now, powerful. What, what, what I would encourage you, if you get the opportunity, um, uh, D-Ray, the producer, on his podcast, The Liftoff, did a, an extensive interview with him, and you get to hear the artist. He is an amazing guy, okay? He's amazing. And um, we had a wonderful time talking with him. So I would encourage anybody who likes Daniel, you can also go to blastmusic247.com, register for free as a fan, and you can hear him and many other artists' music. So yes, indeed. Um, his song is so inspirational. I, I told him, I said, guy, you are going to be in movies with a song like that? That's movies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it that is. is an amazing song. Yeah. yeah it is. But he's, he's a good guy. You so, know, and, and DJ, too. It's like, uh, and I'm sure you, you, you know this and understand this, but there's so much really good music out there that never makes it to the big FM stations that... You know, I don't even listen to the FM stations anymore. I, I hum our I tunes. I'll, I'll, I'll be humming, you know, everybody's songs, but that stuff, because it's just <laughs> so much. And you're like, man. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I get it. Because <clears throat> they, they, the labels have to do what they have to do with the, you know, mainstream radio. But I, there's so much talent out there that just is untapped. Uh, we right. Need to, we need to, <laughs> my goal is to make sure these people get heard. You know, yes, that right there needs to be heard everywhere. <laughs> so, I agree. Powerful. Wow. So, so Miss Tammy, yeah. what is your dream tour lineup of bands and singers, and what city do you want to perform in the most? Oh, where's my dream tour lineup? Oh, that's a toughie. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they mean by lineup. Like, like if you were to put your own super band together, who would it be? Oh my goodness, it would probably be. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I have all these options now. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got a couple of guys, but well, uh, my friend Tom Keeper, who's the lead singer for Cinderella, would definitely have to come with me. Uh, okay. Yeah, Tom Keeper, and probably. Um, Keith Urban, because my son's best friend is his drummer. Uh, and they're two different ones, rock and one's country, but they don't care. They'll play everything. Uh, <laughs> um, Kevin from Ario Speedwagon. I'm just throwing all these names out there. I, I don't know. I'd have hey. to just make some phone calls and go, hey, you guys want to play somewhere? And you know what they're going to do? Yeah, we're not doing anything right now. We're just kind of doing our own thing. But no. Um, oh. How did the oh and how did the pandemic affect oh getting myself cut um the pandemic really didn't uh, affect us at all in fact it helped more people uh you know because we we're staying at home spend time creating music because we can do this online from anywhere in the world so right. we had our show our two award shows were done online which was fine I mean I didn't want to expose anybody to this or be responsible for anybody dying because of an award show which is ridiculous um yes so i wanted to make sure everybody was in the clear before we went back you know to our live shows but uh it actually gave us all an opportunity to collaborate more mm -hmm. 
Yes. You know, we were yeah. we were reaching out via this StreamYard and and um, Skype and what have you, and just writing together mm-hmm. with with our webcams and such. So yeah, yeah we we fared really well from it. So. Uh, yeah. And we every year we've done our collaboration theme song together, which is from people all around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll continue to do that. All proceeds from the sale of that song go to the Global Hunger Relief Fund, which is based in Nashville, which is my hometown. But um, yeah, we just again, I go with the giving. I'm like, we're not going to make anything. We're going to give it back to world hunger. I mean, people are hungry out there. So we're trying to feed them with yeah. our proceeds. So yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Oh, what is your definition? Yeah, I still, I'm like, oh, I, I would say the definition of a hit song is one that you give it that just gets stuck in your head, an earworm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, if it, if you, because I find myself like when you're <laughs> doing dishes or whatever, and you're humming a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I was telling, um, I think it was Bernice Marsala not too long ago. She was at our show too. She had that uh, pretty little fire, figure it out. I had her song in my head for like uh, <laughs> two or three days. And you know, some of the videos that came up at the award show too, they were so good. They did such a good, they did an amazing job with those. But you know, um, some of the songs from our artists, I mean, they, they, they're so good. There, there's a lot of them that are hits, in my opinion, that they don't, they're just undiscovered hits right now, but they, they're hits. Just mm-hmm. um, yes, indeed. Yeah. We have mm-hmm. one here. I I love that there are indie artists from so many different countries. How do they find out about ISA? And do you seek out indie artists? We do. Um, how did they find out? Usually, if you do a Google search for Singer Songwriters Association, we're the number one Google search right now on the internet. So. Um, nice. We have you know, over half a million hits on our website. People, if you Google us, we're number one in the Google search for Singer Songwriters Association. Um, so people are finding out, and I have this um, question on our uh, registration form when we register with us. How did you find out about us? And we look at that, um, and a lot of it is Google searches or Facebook or internet, but a lot of it <clears throat> is somebody referred me. One of your yes. other members referred me. So there are people within our organization and within our membership roster who are telling other people about us, like, you know, mm-hmm. Candy Carpenter out in Arizona. She has meet and greets all the time. She's our Arizona rep. We have reps everywhere now. There's over 100 of them worldwide that are telling people about us. So a lot of times it will be a Google search, but a lot of times it will be somebody who's a member who uh, referred somebody uh, saying, hey, it's free to join. Uh, we can help you. Um, I had actually looked into the Nashville Songwriters Association when I first started writing because my mom knew Eddie Miller, who founded that. He started that. Mm-hmm. And I, knew him. I, I, I think I met him when I was like 10 or 11 years old, but he's since passed and the business has been sold and gone to some other people. But uh, one of the things that kind of deterred me from, from becoming a member of the NSAI or Nashville Songwriters Association, or Nashville, <coughs> their, annual, their, their membership fees over Three hundred, four hundred dollars a month or a year. It's like three or four hundred bucks a year. And as a, as an artist, I mean, you know, I, I was like, okay, well, yeah, I can do that. But what does what does that get me? Like, what does that include? Well, that's your membership. That's yeah. it. Well, yeah. we have writing rooms where you can come and use one of our rooms to write. And I'm like, I write at home. I write with my friends online. I write. I don't need to come into your place. Of, you know, like anyway. <laughs> 
So one of the things <laughs> my dream was, I it's going to be free. People are not going to have to pay to be in the association, and it's going to be free forever. And it's we're never going to charge anything ever, ever. <laughs> I'm not wired that way. So nice. uh, yeah, it was one of my my yeah. So and and their you know membership fee keeps going up. I'm like, well, okay. That's great. And then, you know, part of that, I get that part of that is if you have something come up in your uh, songwriting career where you need legal representation, they can help you out with that. Maybe it's kind of questionable, but okay. Yeah. I, and I was looking into doing that, but I thought, you know, and a lot of we call ourselves starving artists just getting started, they don't have three or four hundred dollars a year to, you know, to join that. <laughs> it's like, right. You know, you didn't get to get a nice guitar, man. <laughs> like, whatever. But uh, yeah, so that was kind of my other thing. Make it free. Oh, what? Indeed. So. Oh, I'm just reading it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can read it for you. What makes the ISA awards different from any other award ceremony? Okay, uh, we don't have the same winners every single year. I can agree with that. You know how you go to the Grammys and it's like, oh, we, I love Taylor Swift. She takes, she takes home at least 30 or 40 Grammys every year. Okay, that's great. It gets boring after <laughs> a while, right? I'm like, no. So what makes us different is we have three levels of winners in, in 99% of our categories, except for like a couple. But they're like the Olympics have gold, silver, and bronze. We have gold, mm-hmm. silver, and bronze winners and the gold winners can't win again for two years after their win that leaves room for a bronze or silver to come in and go we say go for the gold uh no other award show does that very nice i like that makes it as more of a surprise too because you never know from your year who's going to take that gold and if you do win gold you get free admission you have free admission for you and the guests for the next two years so you don't have to pay to get in yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not as cool. An award and 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 again, a gold wins. They they open doors. They'll get you in the press. They'll get you. Jimmy Allgood. Jimmy Allgood just won gold. I think he won two this year. And Jimmy was so. presented with the key to the city or something in Chattanooga by the mayor, and he got written up in the newspaper. And he's just he's well, like, dang. Like, <laughs> he's had, I believe he's had number one Billboard hits before. Back in the, and he's he's coming back out with his, his music and he's totally gifted. Uh, I do believe he has been slated to perform on our main stage for next year since he won gold. That's another option mm. if you win gold, you get first dibs on playing on main stage. So, which oh, is, you know cool. it goes on the Roku channel, which goes around the world, and and then, yeah, your efforts are <laughs> there. So, yay. So let me ask you, uh, what challenges do you face running ISA and how do you overcome them? Time. Mm. That's the biggest challenge is not having enough time to to um, get to everything I want to do. I mean, I do have, yeah, Tim Steinrock took, yeah, two golds and a silver three this year. Yes, he did. Yeah, um, he cleaned house. I would say my <clears> challenge is because I, I want to help all the people all the time, all day long, and I forget that I, ha- I need to sleep. <laughs> so, so there's that. Uh, how mm-hmm. do I overcome it? Don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it's, 
And you just said with your creative mind, it's not letting you sleep either. So I get it. I understand. Yeah. I'm always thinking of ideas here. And this is where this podcast came. So yeah, there you go. I got you. <laughs> Many a morning at 4 a.m. My husband has, has woken up to me with my pen and paper writing down lyrics. Because I just mm. typed them. I have, a, I have a pen and paper or pen and pad right beside my bed on the nightstand just mm-hmm. for that because you know when you dream something or you have a dream it's fresh when you first wake up and i usually right. dream songs it's weird i'm weird or something weird but i have that pen and paper there so i can write down and many of them he'll be like what are you doing are you writing again yeah <laughs> bless your heart <laughs> i know bless my heart <laughs> So, uh, yes, Solrez asked, why did you choose Atlanta instead of Nashville for the award ceremonies? Um, well, I'm from Nashville. I grew up in Hendersonville. I actually grew up, I lived right down the street from Johnny Cash. Um, as a little kid, we used to play in his front yard and it was just kind of our thing. I mean, we'd go out on the weekends after school and get off the bus and go play in his front yard. He never minded it. We didn't know he was, we thought he was a nice guy. We didn't. We didn't know. We're like seven years old, eight years old, second, third grade. But um, wait, what was the question? Oh, why did I have it in Nashville? Here instead of Nashville. Um, well, obviously I live here, and um, mm-hmm. I, I really, really, um, and, and you know, I there's a lot. There's DMA awards up there. There's the Dove awards up there. But um, Atlanta has a more eclectic realm of music here. We have hip hop. We have R&B, we have jazz, we have rock, we have, it's so, um, there's all genres here in Atlanta. And I used to say it's all it's genres, so mm-hmm. why not? And then when I talked <clears> to my BMI, the BMI chapter here, they said, why don't you have your award show where we have our award show, which is at Sandy Springs Performing Arts Center. That's where the BMI awards are held here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. was like. I went to take a tour and my hubby was with me and he go, yes, I did. Like in Johnny Cash's front yard, I was kidding. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm from Hendersonville. The Oakland <clears throat> boys live there. My daughter went to school with Ricky Skaggs. Our Mandrell lived not too far. And you know this? Trivia question. Right next door to Johnny Cash, his next door neighbor was Roy Orbison. Really? Wow. Wow. <laughs> and they were best friends. They were like, Wow. Stories I could. Like I said, this was my, you know, this was my growing up. I grew up really just enthralled in the music industry, being around all these mega people because I, they were just people to me. I didn't, you know, it didn't really sink in. Mom managed Randy Travis for like three or four years. She was his comptroller. And Randy's amazing. Roger Miller. Yeah. I just people to me. But um, yeah. So um, I, I wanted to have it here in Atlanta because obviously I live here and I moved here about you know 15 years ago because the music scene is so diverse and mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to be diverse and not just be, oh, Tammy from Nashville, she sings country music, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I do some country, but not just that. I've got some rock in me. I've, I've done some jazz. I've done some R&B, a little bit of hip hop. And, you know, I wanted to be uh, more multi-genre so as i have to say is more multi-genre so that's kind of why i wanted to have it here and what better place to have it than where the bmi awards are held i fell in love with that place the acoustics alone that place was built from the ground up to do what we do so it was right. a no brainer 
it was a no-brainer for me yeah i can um totally appreciate because i live in right right outside of orlando so that atlanta traffic is no bueno (laughs) it's a whole different animal you get used to it just like if you lived in new york city you get used to the you know you get used to it yeah me and my ways out were best friends I, I was gonna say I, I made sure I dodged that traffic like the plague. I, it yeah. was like, okay, we're gonna leave at this time to be there and so on. So it was crazy. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna tell you. Anyone out there have a question? I've I've pretty much exhausted everything I had to say. I appreciate <laughs> your time. Seriously, it was amazing. I did you. not. I have a question for you. What kind of music mm-hmm. did you play as a singer songwriter? What did you write? I want to know more about that. Well, the funny thing is, well, the funny thing about that, I would never say singer-songwriter. I just wrote rap or, you know, I wrote rap lines, but that is still a singer-songwriter. I agree. It is. Yes. And yeah, we have a, but I, they Finley did a rap in our first, second, our second theme song. He did a really cool little rap riff in there. And I'm like, oh, I love it. Love it. That's a talent. Yeah. I just, I just haven't exercised that muscle in a very long time because, as you saw, I was about 100 pounds lighter <laughs> in that so, picture I showed you. <laughs> so I'm going to challenge you to write, some, write some more. Get back in it. Uh, you know, you don't if... That. Uh, you don't lose that yet. No, no, no. What, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm oh mying and rolling my eyes about is we have, a, uh, we have a podcaster. Her name is Sunshine. Yep, I called your name. She... Uh, she is our spoken word poet, and uh, she egged me on to do a spoken word poet. Uh, and I actually wrote two, you know, two different. Uh, I don't know what the word is, is soliloquy or whatever the word is. But knowing me, I butchered the word. But I wrote two of them. So I, I, I think I, I think I sprained a, a muscle doing that because it's been a while. <laughs> So where do you see the ISA awards in the next five years? Oh, um, I see us, you know, continuing to grow. We'll we'll still, you know, our home here is Sandy Springs Performing Arts Center. I let them know that, uh, you know, we're going to be coming back this next year. Same place, same bat channel, same bat place. Same bat time. Yes, indeed. Same bat time. Yeah, same. uh, Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we're going to just, you know, do it again. We're going to have our pre and after parties at Wild Wing again and live stream them again. So everybody like that. Um, and just continuing to grow and watch these artists bloom because, you know, once we get the show and, uh, ISSA TV on Roku, we've got over a hundred music videos on there now. Uh, they will have no, the big league people will have no choice to pay attention to some of our, our blooming, blossoming artists out there who deserve the attention. They, they deserve this platform. They worked hard mm-hmm. to get where they are. They worked hard to get here. They worked hard to get to the award show. They had to get their fans involved. They had, you know, judges involved. They had, you know, they, they put a lot of time and effort and money and blood, sweat and tears, so to speak, into getting there. So we want to make yeah. sure that as a show, we continue that momentum and uh you know provide the best platform that we can yeah mm-hmm. understood so miss tammy what we're going to do is um i want you to let everybody know how they can find you and um what you got coming up next 
Oh, um, what we have coming up next is our collaboration theme song, which is called Pure Gold. We're getting ready to uh, have our our singers, you know, come and join us on that. Uh, and then um, every year we do a, well, coming up in December, we're going to do a guitar giveaway. Uh, and the proceeds from the guitar raffle go to Toys for Tots. This year we do that every year, but uh, you can find us at issasongwriters.com. Registration is free. It always will be free. We have um, hundreds of radio stations to you know, submit your music to. Uh, one of our people said, oh, I contacted somebody and they were like, no, my music is not good enough. Like we got hundreds more <laughs> that will play your music. Um, we are on YouTube at youtube.com. We have uh, on my Facebook page, um, it's Tammany Dove Facebook page. Uh, there's a link tree right there. It has all of our links, uh, website, uh, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So if you, I'll actually, I think I can put it right in here. Hang on, here's our YouTube. I'll just type it in here. <laughs> can I do that? YouTube. You sure can. Okay, let me like this, youtube.com. Whoops, well, if I could type it to YouTube. <laughs> Common and forward slash most of our um social media is everything uh, the i guess the um the handle is i to say songwriters on everything on twitter on linkedin all that stuff so we're, we're pretty easy to find and that's what i tell our members i'm like don't make it hard for me to find you because if you make it hard for me to find you right guess what <clears throat> Nobody's gonna find you. Yeah. I gotta be able to see. You gotta be on Facebook. You gotta be on Instagram. You gotta be on Twitter. You gotta be on the new threads. You gotta be on TikTok. You gotta be on everywhere you can be. You need to be and put it in your artist's name, not some weird, you know, handle, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> put it in your name, TammyDove.com. You know, make sure that they can find you because if they can't find you. And I, I ran across that, not not so much this last year, because I was really harping on everybody about it this year, but last year I was like, okay, y'all, we've got judges who are trying to listen to your music and they can't find it. They can't find yep. you on Spotify. You got to yeah. send them the link. Oh, your link is a different name from your artist. That... So yeah. Yeah, make it easy for them to find you, but we are, we are pretty much everywhere. The power of consistency. All right, let's go ahead and get the uh, last question up, D-Ray. And this, and this is thoughts on cross-genre singer groups like Little Nas X, Leanna Rhymes, or Dixie Chicks are opposed to, quote, pure country acts. What's the future? Will we see more bands doing any genre? Yes, we will definitely see more bands doing multi-genres because I kind of have an inside scoop on this. Um, the labels are looking more... When you when you talk to somebody at a label, and I know several people and several producers who and publishers who pitch songs to big yeah. artists, um, the labels are are I don't want to say greedy, but they're they look at the bottom line, they look at the bottom dollar, and if they have to, you know, their tunnel vision says, oh, we're we're doing country music, we're making this much. If we branched out and did more genres, we could make this much. Of course, they're going to go that route. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of crossover. Um, Mom and, and, and Jackson worked with Dolly for one. Dolly just wrote a rock song. She got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So it's going to start. Mm -hmm. 
and I've said this since 2018, it's going to start booming and independent artists are going to start booming too. But also, you know, for the last decade, look at mainstream radio. They're kind of yeah. internet radio is going to be the way to go. And you're, what you are doing there, Troy, is, is mm -hmm. deep. <laughs> is, uh, is, you guys are on the ground floor of something really, really, really big. And you don't mm -hmm. even know yet how much you're helping all of us getting our music out there, getting our Spotify links out there. And yeah, it's going to go, it's going to go big and it's going to go multi. So yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> they're they're going to Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's the goal we wanted is to get the, those artists exposure. But most of all, it seems like international loves music. I mean, it's a whole different level, you know, it is. It is. Yeah, so. um, I will say this real quick before you go. Um, sure. Mom worked for Dr. Hook, Dr. Hook and the Anderson Show. Um, can you this or not? Anyway, uh, the band, the guys in the band were like my my surrogate dads. I love them all dearly. Um, we just sprayed this last year, but I actually did backup vocals on uh, Sexy Eyes, the song Sexy Eyes. That's me singing in the background, like 16 years old. Anyway. Um, when Dr. Hook would go to Australia, they would sell out shows every single day they were there. And this was back in 82. I'm old. Uh, wow. 82. They would sell it. They would come home and, and do okay, but they would do really well. And uh, they did a down under tour in Australia and sell out every single night. They were huge in Australia. They were bigger there than they were here. So with internet, mm -hmm. we're going to have artists who, uh, you know, like Joy in New Zealand might go to play a show in New Zealand and do better than we would here in Texas. You know, you just you mm. know things so worldwide that yeah, that definitely is gonna happen. So cross those everywhere you can. Man. We look forward to that. We look yeah. forward to that. <laughs> so Miss Tammany your next song. I wanna hear your next song. <laughs> okay. Oh, <I> <laughs> Everybody's breaking in. It's an hour. Are you done? <laughs> well, Miss Tammany, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. God bless you and everything that you do. And um, everybody for coming in and hanging out with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for the questions. If you have not, please subscribe to the channel. Also like, and uh, you've already commented, but by all means, comment some more if you like. And definitely be here next week. We have Lala Music, who was also another uh, winner on um, the ISSA, uh, ISSA Awards. And um, the little bit, yeah, the ISA, the little bit that we've chatted, she is amazing. So I can't wait to see that. It's going to be a special night next week, which is 6.30. Okay, everybody? So all I can ask you, she, yes, yes. I, I I don't know everything on that, but I could tell she was from somewhere in Dallas or something like that. So we're gonna we're gonna catch that out. <laughs> and so my pleasure. Thank you. So everybody, please be kind. Celebrate the difference to make a difference. Have a good night. Peace, and I'll see you next. Week.